Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Forging Life Podcast. I am the host, Trey Ryder, and the Forging Life Podcast is about hardships, parenting, entrepreneurship, and the struggles that we deal with every single day. We will have many interviews with special guests, and you can actually see some of these interviews on YouTube, and you can even join the discussion by heading over to Facebook and typing up Forging Life Podcast and join our page. You guys, thank you so much for coming in, and I hope you enjoy season number two of the Forging Life Podcast. All right, hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Forging Life Podcast. I am your host, Trey Ryder, and today I have the most giggly and energy person. I have Jenny with me, and she goes by Jenny McKinney, and she is a mindset or motivational and a comedian. So you guys prepare to sit back in your chairs. If you're working out, you might end up falling off the treadmill because this woman is just crazy. We've been sitting here laughing our butts off before the show, and I can't wait to hear more about what Jenny has to offer us. Welcome, Jenny. Yeah, thanks so much. I'm super excited to be here, and I'm glad we laughed our butt off because, I mean, I've been eating too many carbs, so that's good. <laughs> <laughs> so, you guys, I, I know you can't see this right now. I will post this onto YouTube. So you can check this out if you so desire. And I highly recommend go check out Jenny because some of the things you're going to end up seeing of Jenny is one, the beautiful hair. Right now it's this beautiful fire red with purple lipstick, just yeah. the biggest smile and ready to, to make the world laugh. And yeah. when you look at some of her videos, she's in there actually doing the running man she's got like these cowbells and it's just so much fun so (laughs) yeah I'm just here to live my best life every single day that's for sure so tell us about you how did Jenny from the block come to be (laughs) well I'm excited to be here I actually came from a place called my mom there was a population of three so that's pretty exciting I was the first one there (laughs) Wait, so there was three before you and then you came out? No, no, I was the first one. Yeah. Yep. So uh, good times with that. I was born on July 4th, 1976. I mean, patriotic, right? Firecracker. (laughs) That explains a lot. And just really living my best life. I've been laughing literally since I came out of the womb. And it doesn't mean I didn't have traumatic experiences and challenges and, you know, life events. It just means that I was, I made a choice every day to bring laughter to the world. So if I, I knew the, some of the pain that I had where I could just take that away from everybody by sharing a funny story or doing something fun, you know, not at the risk of other people, because it wasn't, you know, let's not make fun of somebody. It's let's tell a funny story. So the story was always about myself. And that's really where my comedy came from, which is storytelling, you know, funny jokes, puns, funny things I've said, you know, I feel like I have a direct connection to the universe and the universe just has all these jokes. And then I'm just the conduit of getting the joke out there. So I really think it's just, maybe I'm a good listener and maybe I can convert the joke to get it out there how it's supposed to be. So that's really how I feel about it. <laughs> so you're saying it's either the universe or somebody else in, inside of your head that's kind of yeah, telling that you could things. Be. Yeah, yeah, maybe that's it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like to think of it as like on a little cartoon where the cartoon, like on, uh, I think it was a pinky in the brain where I think the cartoon controlled the whole body. And the, maybe that's it. I don't know. <laughs> I do get asked a lot if I'm on drugs or if I'm drunk a lot. I get asked that a lot because I'll be the loudest one at the party and I don't do any of that. So I will always be sober. My husband's very excited. We've been married 25 years this year and he's married a designated driver. So (laughs) (laughs) yeah, the funny thing is we were sitting there talking right before we actually started recording this and I'm sitting here trying to write down her, her name, and she actually has a podcast. 
And she told me her podcast name because I'm new. I somehow slipped me, but so much Genergy. And here I am trying to figure out how to spell energy and staring at the words that I'm trying to write down, not figuring out what I could do. Right. And I just chalked it up to being drunk. So yeah, yeah. I mean, <laughs> against day drinking, that's fine. If, you, if that's what you're doing, I'm not my, my choice. I've been sober for 40, well, 45 years this year. <laughs> you know, I can buy a, a case of beer and it will sit there for over a year in my fridge. So I don't really yeah. drink either. So yeah, I do. Feel so when people sassy. sit there and hear me say that, it's just like, yeah, well, you don't drink. So yeah, I do feel sassy though when I get to buy alcohol because I don't drink. So I don't know, like, it's probably not a big deal for people, but even now I'm like, Ooh, I get to buy. Ooh, that's right. PBR, put it on the tab. Get it. Like, gross. <laughs> so tell me this, when you go to buy something, because I know you change your hair color all the yeah. time. So, and on your license, do they have to sit there and compare it and try and figure out who you are? Well, it's funny because they'll look at it for a long time. So they will, I had to put I think I have brown hair on my license because they didn't have other or like rainbow or anything else. So being born on July 4th, most of the time I would go into wherever I had to get a license picture and my hair would be red, white, and blue or blue, blonde, and red. And I remember the one lady, when I went up to the, the desk, she looked at me and she said, are you serious with that hair? And I just looked at her and I said, are you serious with that face? And then she, you know, it shocked her because she didn't know what to do. And then I started laughing really hard. And then I, she must have been triggered because she didn't appreciate that. And then she took my worst license photo I've ever had. So she made sure to get like all six of my chins, where at least if somebody's nice, you know, like I, they're like, okay, well, put your shoulders back. Like you have to turtle, you know, you're, you're like. <laughs> so she got from like the eyebrows down. Left yeah, the so out. she was just sassy. She, you know, whatever. It's fine. If that's the worst thing I had going on all day, that's all right. I mean, it's only for what, seven years in my pocket? No big deal. Yeah, that's all right. So not, let's get to know you, Jenny. Week. Yeah. So with you, you were born July 4th. You're this firecracker, this this comedian that's out there and I love following what you do uh, every chance that I get that I'm actually going through Facebook or something I'm like oh there she is it's great yeah. uh, I'll try and watch a few minutes of it and so before all of this what led you to to today sure like were you always that way as in yeah. just being joyful and trying to lift people up or was there something in your life that was like you know people really need this and you you kind of changed uh who you are to this day to better yourself and others does that make sense yeah yeah that's a great question i've been this way all along i just feel like i have a different platform now so i can get out there and share that every day with people so on my facebook page i do daily lives that are motivational and i also do a laughing meditation which is literally just laughing for the sake of laughing. And the reason is because I felt like even through the pandemic, when everybody felt stuck and there really wasn't anything to laugh about, I just popped on and decided to just literally share laughing meditation with everybody. So the point of meditation is for you to stop thinking about anything else and just live in the moment and be present and just literally laugh. And so what I recommend is just taking one I call it a rememory, one rememory <laughs> and grab it. And then just think about that one memory that you have and continue laughing at the same memory so that you're only focusing on the one thing. Or if you're fake laughing because you get the same benefits throughout your body, which is, you know, it helps your blood pressure. It helps your heart rate. It's literally a workout. You're going to burn calories for 45 minutes after you're laughing. And so Really, it was just an exercise benefit as well. And just sharing in that where everybody, the, the whole weight of the world was just coming down. And I felt like, let me just get on here because I actually was in a, in a coaching group and one of the other coaches had said, well, she's just getting on Facebook and laughing. Like, what's the value in that? 
<laughs> I thought, oh, wow. Yeah. So she won't be one that I'll be connecting with through Facebook because she, we're just on a different energy level. And so really, it's just whoever I resonate with and whoever wants to pop on and just have a great laugh, just literally for the sake of feeling better and releasing those feel good hormones. And previous to that, I would I was doing stand-up comedy in the area and that's how I was trying to meet new people because we had moved from state. So we moved from Michigan to Tennessee and our daughter was going to college. So, I mean, this fits in, right? No, it doesn't. <laughs> and so, so when we moved to Tennessee, I thought, okay, I'm, you know, my daughter is still in Michigan and I can't just go to the park because I can't say like, okay, Madeline is got friends over here and I can go meet with the parents, you know? So now I don't know where you can't just go to the park and be like, Hey, do you want to be friends? You know, no creeper. So, <laughs> but if we have a piece of candy, it's okay. <laughs> and I didn't have a van. So, uh, worked against me. So I decided to start pursuing comedy, stand-up comedy in this area even more than I was doing in Michigan. So Michigan was like off and on. And then when we moved, I just thought, well, I have to get out there to meet people. And so really that's why, and it's a craft, right? I have something to share and I'll do stand-up comedy, sit-down comedy, lay down. I mean, I am not picky where the comedy's at, you know? <laughs> and so it doesn't matter where I have a microphone, now I've been invited to do, you know, events at golf courses and fundraisers. And I have some Zoom comedy shows for like a little geriatric crowd in Michigan coming up. So uh, you said a golf course and it just yeah. set me off. I'm <laughs> sitting here thinking of somebody trying to tee off and you just bust out laughing. It's just, <laughs> oh, what? shoot. So I, speaking of that, that's a great segue for this story. So I've never golfed before. And my friend invited me over to South Carolina. Fancy golf course. Well, I feel like they're all fancy, but I've never been to one. So it felt fancy because I'd never been to one. And we're out there and it echoes, right? So Jenny McKinney's laugh is like the whole world, all of the whole city over there is going to hear it. And so that's exactly what happened. I jammed on the brakes too much in the golf cart and we jerked and then she looked silly. So I can't stop laughing. Then a squirrel runs out in front of it and I almost murdered that thing. So now I can't stop laughing. Then I blast the grass, you know, 50 yards out there. And I can't stop, stop laughing. So there was a lot of laughter and yes, it was good. I felt like the trees, the trees, you know, there's a lot of quiet out there and the trees were like, whoa, this is loud. You know, like even when the trees are blowing and it's like the wind, the trees are like, whoa, even this noise is loud for us. Like, is there a fire alarm? What is happening? <laughs> <laughs> so it wasn't from your swing that the trees started swaying. It was just... no, it was just from my laugh echoing and bouncing off. And it, yeah, you'd think it would soak into the bark, but it didn't. They just, they deflected. It was like they all had bubble wrap on. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my gosh. So fun. It was a great time. It was a great time. Yes. So here you are, you're, you're doing golf uh, conferences, I guess. It wasn't actually out on the field. So you're, you're doing all these different tours. Yeah. Right. So what are some remember, or I guess that would be right. Memorable um, tours that you would like to speak about. What is something that sticks out to your head? Maybe it was, it was a good one or you completely bombed it or well, Let's hear some of these. What, yeah, what are some so, success or failures? Um, I've never had a show that bombed because I've treated every show like it's, this is the greatest show that there ever was. And I really just give it my all every time. And it's funny because the way that my comedy is, and I'm sure you'll see it on Facebook, that's just how I am. So if I have a microphone, I'm laughing. Or if I don't have a microphone, I'm still laughing at my joke. I'm just really excited to get that out there to you. And... So a lot of times at my comedy shows, I don't know, are you laughing at my joke or are you laughing at my laugh? Or are you laughing at me laughing at my own joke? So I feel like it's almost like a double value that I can get laughs and just share in raising the whole vibration of the room, you know, because I've gone on after 
Well, I guess it, this isn't a failure on my part, but I've been to some comedy shows where there were some kind of risque com comedians and not my type of material. And so where I have to get up there and now be me after this blackness that has come up <laughs> stage. And so now I think, oh gosh, okay, well, that trap door for the one-way ticket to hell didn't pop open over there. So I hope it doesn't open for me. <laughs> and so just being on the stage and like just giving it my all. And I feel like I put my authenticity out there for everybody to just kind of feel that space of like just being genuine and really for the sake of laughing. There's been some people though that have sat, you know, been in the front row where they weren't laughing. They were not laughing. And so is it a failure? I don't know, because I felt like my jokes were still landing and everybody else, the other 90% of the room was laughing. So that's a success. Did she, maybe she wet her pants. I don't know. Maybe she, I don't know. Maybe she had gas or something. <laughs> I didn't do it. So <laughs> just sitting there trying to hold in a fart yeah, is more in. Right, like, <laughs> if I right? laugh, it's coming out. Yeah. Like sucks for her. You know, but my show is still successful. I don't know. Yeah. Tell us, tell us more about your show. Because yeah. I also heard that you wanted to sponsor this show, didn't you? Yeah. <laughs> sure. So today's episode of Fortnite Life Podcast is brought to you by So Much Genergy, Genergy in a Can, right? So when you want to high kick your way into the day, you drink that can of Genergy. It's fake. Back to you. <laughs> <laughs> so for those of you that cannot see this and i hope you go to check it out on youtube she definitely has this nice little cutout with her on on a can yeah. kicking a ball yeah. and it's not quite a stick figure but it, it's pretty close <laughs> it's like <a> character <laughs> <laughs> well thank you for today's sponsorship yeah yeah and that's what i was telling uh trey earlier for the audience is that on our podcast we do not have sponsors yet right yet and so we sponsor our own show so jeff jones writes a lot of our commercials and sometimes you know he'll say oh today's episode is brought to you by air because without it you wouldn't be here <laughs> so, <laughs> just silly stuff like that so that's really where Jeff Jones and I work so great together. He's my brother in real life and he writes a lot of comedy and then we play off each other. So it's just a great, great comedy set. Yeah, it's fun. It's a lot That's of fun. That's awesome. Yeah. And you said this is daily, right? Well, we, or is it... we put it out once a week. And so I actually put a post in the podcast group and now we're booked till June. So we have guests until June. We just started having guests on the show because we wanted to kind of get our footing. We're on episode 66 right now. And but when we're recording this and we've been doing it for a year, I just started it by myself, just me and a microphone because I had jokes that I wanted to get out there. And I didn't have any comedy platform where I was doing shows and in between shows I needed in, you know, to get those out there. <laughs> So it's just me and a microphone. No, no laugh track. No, nothing. Just me telling jokes to my computer. <laughs> and it was fun. It, but I still got the same laugh. And then I would listen to it back. And then I'm cracking up at me laughing and my laugh. <laughs> so from listening to episode number one, because I know on uh, the questionnaire, when you actually uh, booked the interview with me, yeah, you did. You did say you listened to my episode number one, the SPF uh, 365. Mm -hmm. So like when I go and I look at that, and you said that was one of your favorites. So thank you for, you know, kind yeah. of letting me know that you do listen and yeah. um, what you thought of it. So when you listen to your first one to where you're at today, how does that compare? Well, it's so funny because a lot of people uh, you know, you're fearful, right? Like, I don't know what I'm doing. I'm literally just recording on Zoom and then I export it and put it out on, you know, a, a podcasting platform. And then I had a few listeners and then even my material back then, it's still me, except it feels like, you know, a year ago me where like we've, you know, grown and 
getting a little more confident and we know how things are working and what doesn't work and what kind of energy to put out there and what to avoid. And really, well, the exciting part is that our podcast got picked up by uh, a channel on Roku. And so we had a, a gentleman that found our podcast and said he loved it. And then he wanted us to create a so much energy channel on Roku and Fire Stick. So that's awesome because now I feel like that's exactly what's happening. My intention was just to get my jokes out there and help the world feel better and heal. And now there's so much expansion around everything that we're doing. And so it allows my brother and I to work on a project together and just keep that camaraderie. And he's excited about it. He's in Michigan. I'm here. So we can literally share it across the U.S. And just share in the, just traveling and getting the word out there and just saying like, oh, I have a podcast. Oh, how long have you been doing that? A year? And then you think a year ago, gosh, it's so crazy. Like I had a cheesy website that I had just put together literally by like piece, you know, little puzzle pieces. And then now my website's like amazing and phenomenal. And like, I'm working with different coaches and just growing and growing and just becoming more confident in stepping in myself where before I might've been a little bit more hesitant, but this is really just me at a hundred percent. Like there's a term here in Tennessee, which might be a Southern thing. And you might know about it. It's called wide open. <laughs> like when you're just racing and you're just got the pedal to the metal, like you are just wide open. Right. So now I feel like that's how my life is just wide open. <laughs> and that's good. That means that you're holding back, which is you're holding yeah. your energy back. Right. And dialing it down. A lot of us are walking through life and society dialed down because we're worried about what people are thinking right about us sure so i mean that's a big factor yeah well and you know a lot of people are like oh your life is so easy it looks like it's amazing and what i kept thinking is it's really it's hard to be a hundred percent you know it's hard to be you know laughing all the time and i say hard in the sense of because to be you, people look at me weird. They say nasty things. They give me crappy looks. You know, they tell their kid, oh, you know, like one little boy was coming at me and he's like, hey, mom, there's a clown coming, you know, and like, so it's almost like fighting the good fight to be yourself. But I, I'm so used to it now. I don't even pay attention. I have literally blocked all that out and none of that comes in anymore. So at first I would say it was just an awareness of being me. And now I'm like 100% stepping like me and my shadow are like, woo. <laughs> <laughs> and that, that's so important because mo mm -hmm. a lot of us will sit there and dial ourselves back. Right. You know, we might feel the most comfortable in our home. Yeah. And when we get out to the street or into this, this uh, community, we're a little bit different because we're trying to conform. Right. Um, so it's very interesting. And, and like you said, it, it does come with criticism. You know, some people think you're a fake or maybe uh, you don't fit in certain groups, but that's yeah. okay. It's just a label. Right. You know, and yeah. so for, and, and for and labels, I, I know you, yes. So if you can speak about this tribe first and foremost, yeah, yeah, was, so, what is this? So just saying like, you have to find your tribe, right? Like your vibe is your tribe, meaning, you know, wherever you are resonating with and the right people will find you, you know, it's literally like shining your light so bright, you know, there will be moths that come and because you're a moth to the flame, right? So you also will trigger people. So I've triggered a lot of people because it'll reflect that light back to them if let's say they're living in the darkness or not happy with their self. And so laughing or if they feel like they're being laughed at, then they're triggered. And so just remaining in my own sense and my own energy and sure, do I get irritated? Yeah, but I'm not going to stay there, you know, and just finding the people that I resonate with. So putting myself out on Facebook, who's, who's looking to see like, what am I doing? Because I know I have followers that come on every day that wait for me to, you know, welcome them to their day. And then there's other people that are like, you're too much. And that's okay. Because we shouldn't be friends then. So we have to break up. <laughs> yeah. 
And the thing is, you might be too much right there because they're yeah. not used to it. But and that can be something that they can grow into. I'm like, I needed this in my life. Yes. Because yes. you know, at times there's like, wow, I, I can't deal with that. Right. And you know, now it's looking at it in different perspectives, which is just amazing to be able to do. Because yeah. when you can look at different perspectives, the world is wide open. Yeah. I love that. I love that analogy. I think just as you're saying too, when people grow and then when they change or work through some of the issues that it might be holding them back, once they feel that they can be a little more true to themselves, then they might be able to handle my energy because I really want, I'm authentic because I want you to be authentic, which is interesting because sometimes when we go to say dinner or family function and people bring other people, they'll say, they'll be with somebody else and they'll say, wow, I've never seen you act like this. And so really it's holding that space to let them be themselves. And maybe that's really how they are. And then I just happen to, you know, have an 11 year old voice and bring out the giggles and that's okay. <laughs> and so I think it's interesting in meeting new people, seeing what I can pull out of them for them to think, for that 10 minutes, like, wow, that felt really good to just put my barriers down. She didn't know anything about me and she still accepted me. And instead of where, you know, you have that wall up and you're being judged and you're shut down, that sounds like a terrible, terrible time with people. <laughs> so tell me, what is, do you know the science behind laughter? And I say that because it's truly hard to sit there and be pissed off or, you know, some other depressive state and laugh, a genuine laugh at the same time. Yes. So like, do you know much about that? Well, all that I can say is I, it is the same thing. That is how much I know, like you can't be laughing and be mad at the same time, because what happens is when you're laughing, it's releasing those feel good hormones. And if you're mad, you're going to, you're fighting it, right? Because now you're releasing those feel good hormones. So when you are, you know, I can remember getting in trouble when I was younger and like, say you get slapped or hit or, you know, even yelled at, but my mom's face looks silly. And then I just start laughing. And then she looks at me cause she's so mad, but I'm laughing. And then she starts laughing. And so she can't get mad. And then it was almost like a lifesaver literally. Cause then I didn't get slapped after that. <laughs> but then other times, so don't take that at a hundred percent because there were other times where she was beyond the point of, you know, I'm angry and now it just, you know, rage is now you're enraged. And so, but the science behind it, I would, I would say that it, because it is releasing those feel good hormones, you can't be angry at the same time. And so that's really why I love doing laughing meditation where you can be in the laughter for that moment and releasing those feel good hormones for five minutes, 10 minutes. And, and funny story, I actually applied to Guinness Book of World Records to, I applied for the longest laugh. And because they couldn't quantify it, because like breathing and like, I laugh and then I cough and then I'm laughing and laughing even harder Then I'm probably wetting my pants and like they have to take all that into account. <laughs> and so they, they actually shot me down. So I thought, hmm, that might be a fun fundraiser. Like maybe I should do that. Maybe I should just do like a laughing something because I've actually taken a laughing meditation class and it was 45 minutes and I was the only one that could physically genuinely laugh the entire time to where I almost was the the wheel that kept the whole room going because you have to fake laugh if you can't real laugh and I the people that were fake laughing almost I thought I was going to have an aneurysm at some point I'm like, this is it. I'm going out like my aneurysm, I'm going to have an aneurysm. I'm going to die right here. <laughs> so you literally kept that room going. <laughs> yeah. For 45 minutes. And then after everybody's like, that was too much because I think they intended on fake laughing to like take a break from real laughing. And then that just wasn't possible because I would laugh too hard and then they're laughing and I, they really should have handed out diapers at the beginning of that class because <laughs> <laughs> and like wet cloths. Cause I almost feel like I start foaming at the mouth, you know, because you're just laughing and you're just laughing and you know, like when the beach comes up and then it comes back and it's like foaming and then it's quit. And then it's <laughs> 
Oh, that's amazing. Gosh. Yeah. So for you, <laughs> never mind. I'll leave that part alone. Because <laughs> when you're sitting there talking, it was already passed. I was going to say, well, that depends because you were talking yeah, about right. diapers. <laughs> Right, exactly. And, yes. and then it's like, okay, that's the the time passed, so it's too right. late. Oh no, no, it's fine. <laughs> it's fine. The thing is, too, like I laugh. I drink so much water all day, every day, and then if I'm laughing too hard at dinner, it's just I can't help it. You know what I mean? Or there's two times in my life that are 100% guaranteed that I'm going to wear my pants, so I will wear a diaper, which is when I go on go karts because I cannot stop laughing because we all look so dumb because we're bouncing around and going too fast and everybody's face looks so silly to me, you know, cause we're like, Ugh, like that. The face is yeah. squished, but the <laughs> eyes are like popping out of their heads, trying to focus. <laughs> like they're, they're like, you know, getting shaking baby over there and, um, and sledding. So if I go sledding in the winter, then there is a 100% guarantee I'm going to urinate. Yes. And I'm surprised because you have kids too, don't you? Yeah, I have a daughter. Have... Yeah. So that's almost natural. Well, yeah, but I couldn't <laughs> blame it because like she's 24. So <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to lose the baby weight. That's what I say now. <laughs> and then I'm like, you know, she's 24. And then the audience is waiting for me to say months. And then I say years and then they just lose it. So, yeah. <laughs> it's good times. So for you and you know through all this time that we've been sitting here smiling and laughing and just having a great time what are some darker struggling times that you had in your life sure so um i just took a course with marshall gillen marshall yeah little marshall awesome. buddy and he one of the assignments in the class was we had to put our story out online. And so I actually just for the first time have ever talked about certain things in my life. And it's so crazy when you start to tell these stories where things are coming up and I was thinking, oh my gosh, okay, so maybe that's why this and this are connected. And I didn't realize I actually had uh, abandonment issues because I had so much death in my life. So I've had 19 people that have passed away in my life in well in, in a span of about 20 years and that included and suicide you know older people um just crazy ways of, i've there's been two murders and it's just been one of those things in life where it's it literally changes your perception of the world right like in that moment if say there's a murder in your family then it literally explodes your whole idea of the world that it's safe, it's fun, we're having a great time. And then it, it happens in your family and then it just rocks you to your core. And I can remember, so what happened was my, my cousin, he was 14, two people broke into his house and he was, he was murdered because they thought there was money in there. And then we ended up going to the court proceedings and there were two they were 18 and 19 and they were actually laughing in the courthouse and that brought up if, if there was any sense of rage or that I could hurt another human being it was at that point where I saw them in the courthouse and I could feel that rage coming up because they were laughing that they had taken my cousin's life and so that was really hard where it, you know, when you get so angry or so explosive that you, it almost scares you because you've never experienced that before. And so just stepping into that was really weird for me. And to have that awareness of, oh my gosh, I can't believe this is happening. I've never had this type of rage before. And so really trying to to get around that, get, wrap everything around your person, plus your cousin's gone, your family's blown apart, you know, people don't know how to act, and really just trying to figure out what is happening, and so that's probably the one of the most traumatic things. Um, I shared also that at a year and a half, I was actually kidnapped out of a doctor's office like my mom had me young and took me to the doctor's office and the lady actually kidnapped me and ran out of the office with me 
So, which might explain why I felt like I had been adopted at some point where like maybe I didn't fit in my family, but I didn't know that until later. So then it's just interesting when things are happening in your life. And then when you internalize that or kind of keep that in your body and then it materializes in your body or in your thought process or your belief system. And so really that's why I've worked through just this past year, just on, I've worked with a, a mindset coach. Now I teach coaching and NLP and just your mindset and how to, how to get through that and around it and, and how to process it. A lot of times we aren't taught how to process things. You know, so it's interesting now when I'm like, you know, when you talk to friends and say, you know, my friend said today, I just really feel like I need to cry. And I said, then do it. Like, you got to get that out of there, you know, instead of like, oh, what's wrong? Let me fix it because I'm also a recovering people pleaser and a rescuer. And so now I don't need to fix it, right? You need to fix it. And so you have to figure out how to get those tools and really just use that to get that out of your body which is really why I'm doing laughing in the sense of like, not to manipulate you to get it out, but to express emotion and to literally get that physically out of your body. So I guess it's in a roundabout way. <laughs> That's awesome. It, I say it's awesome, meaning yeah. of why you're doing what you're doing. And sure. yeah, it's, I always try to bring in some of the struggles in people's lives because sure some of the people that listen to this podcast have their own struggles Absolutely. and that just goes to show it's okay. If you're struggling, it's okay. Right. But here's some tools that we have, whether yeah. it's, you know, journalized uh, guests that are on this podcast or myself doing solos. And it's just a point to be able to better yourself, that better awareness. And you talked right. about NLP and a lot of people are looking for that external factor to be able to, to put the blame on yes. or to, to put, you know, pass it on and say, it's not them, sure. but until we accept what it is and are fully okay with it, you know, that's when you can, you speak about the energy within the bodies or the universe. Yeah. And that's the thing. That's a lot of the stuff that we have grown up with has created our beliefs and our habits. Right. And that energy does get stuck within ourselves. Um, yes. It's proven and you look at acupuncture and, mm -hmm. um, you know, they have these meridian points throughout the body and yes. it's been scientifically proven about the, when they actually inject into these uh, meridians in the body, you can see it swirl and move through the body in these different meridian points. Yes. So, I mean, this day and age is amazing. And where am I going with this? It's just the fact that proving about energy and yeah. within our body. Right. And this energy, the heavy energy that we hold in, the depressing thoughts and the negativeness, right. it does. It holds our bodies down. Right. And until you can laugh it out and get rid of that energy, that's why I was trying to figure out, you know, some of the things you went through to where you are today. And that kind of explains, yeah. I think, some of why you do what you do. Is that? Yeah, yeah. And I think unconsciously, even back then when I was laughing, <laughs> to kind of express that and get it out. So there were times, you know, when um, I would hold that in and then you almost feel physically ill, you know, it takes a toll on you. And then I realized that that's probably what causes disease, right? And, and that was just a feeling that I had, uh, you know, probably 20, 25 years ago. So I thought, gosh, I really need to like get this out of my person. And so it's almost like when you're, you know, like binge eating and then you, you know, get sick, you know, for like a bulimic person where you almost feel better when you get sick, but then there's still repercussions, right? So if you are like energetically stuck and you're trying to get that out, I feel like laughing allows you to get things moving. If you don't have to laugh. I mean, go punch something. Like if you need to punch your pillow and I'm not talking about people, I'm saying like, you know, like, like, punch your pillow, like go jog, run it out. Like just get your feelings out. Like don't hold your emotion in. I've also found that, um, it, because I actually have a, um, a tumor disease, like in my whole body, it's called neurofibromatosis, which is, I don't know where tumors are at until they're, they hurt. And I've had seven surgeries, including two spinal surgeries. 
that the doctor almost paralyzed me. So I told him, don't get wasted on Tuesday night because surgery's on Wednesday. <laughs> he he <laughs> listened. And then when the day of surgery, I said, okay, now don't sneeze when you're in there because that'll be really bad. And he didn't. And then everything was fine. So when you think about, you know, is it a coincidence? Is it a reason for it? Is this a manifestation? Why did I have this? So I journaled that, meaning I, I write things down. I put it out there. It's like a written prayer for me. And I just put it out to the universe. I want, I, um, I'm trying to think, how did I word this? I find out why I have this. And it wasn't a woe, woe is me. It was a, why do I have this tumor disease? Because it's genetic, right? It's <laughs> <So> like <laughs> the J-E-N and I don't, nobody else in my family has this. And so when I went back to the doctor, I found out he actually did a case study on me and he went to a forum with 1,500 other neurosurgeons and taught them all about my case. Because statistically, I probably should have died in surgery. There's a really high chance that because people bleed out in surgery, especially with the spine, because they basically do a C-section and move everything out and then get to the front of the spine and scrape it. So, um, and it, there was a really high chance he would paralyze me. And I said, let's opt for the smaller percent that you don't, so. <laughs> Awesome. So he was a good listener. And yeah. then I realized, was it my energy, though, that allowed the result? And so I don't know that. I just feel like, what if I wasn't as happy in my life? Then would the result have been different? You know, one of the books that I've gone through is uh, by Dr. Joe Dispenza, and it's called yes. You Are the Placebo. Yeah. And that is a, he has an amazing story in there. I don't have time to talk about yeah. it all, but it's just interesting perspectives. Take it that if you don't believe in the body being able to heal itself, then right. just take it as a different perspective. Yeah. And, you know, a lot of it, you, you speak about, you know, how we kind of it, that mental attitude, but some of it also is about, you know, what we put into our body. Sure. And, you know, case in point, I had a, a doctor's appointment yesterday and I found out about my blood results. You know, I, I always had issues with my uh, thyroids and uh, cholesterol. That's obviously dieting. But the, with the thyroid stuff, all my numbers came back very good. Mm -hmm. And the thing is, I've been prescribed the, the medicine for the thyroid and, you know, several other things. Sure. And I haven't taken it in several months it's, yeah. it's been a while but one thing that did change is not only my mental attitude because I've been doing this for years now but in regards to my diet what I'm actually putting in my wife strangled me to actually start this diet on you know fruits and like smoothies and vegetables and sure. kicking out uh, a lot of the sugars and so I you know coffee is good for you but not all the creamer and crap that we're putting in right. yeah and at first I was, I have a cold brewer and I was like, okay, if she's already kicked coffee, I'm not going to make this black coffee for myself. And I just stopped drinking coffee. Yeah. You know, and it's all these little factors mm -hmm. that played a, a bigger role into how my body is actually starting to respond. Yes. And so, you know, when you think of the, the two, I'm not saying that is what's going on, but a lot of the medical stuff will try to get you to come back yeah not to cure you right for for life yeah and because yeah. that's how they make their money right and oh yeah with with just being able to change what we eat my wife and I we've already seen dramatic results in health or energy and uh my son he has I think maybe I've mentioned it on one podcast before but he has an allergy to food dyes you look at mm. the Sure. let's say a Mountain Dew, I think it has like the yellow five and, yes. you know, Doritos or like red or yellow and blue, yeah. whatever. Yeah. And those, like when he has those, he acts like he's ADHD. He's, you tell him to sit down, he sits down and he's like up and running and making weird right. noises and yeah. just being a kid. But the thing is, if he was in school, the doctor or the nurse would say he needs to go see somebody Sure. and they would be trying to put him on medicine. Yes. But now knowing what we know, just 
basically cleanse him of those dyes and you tell him to sit there and he sits there he listens like just off of a a strange cut out of a diet can change that mental attitude and his want to be able to listen it's not like he doesn't want to listen so i i definitely went on a rant so um i want to bring this stuff back it's just yeah i love sharing that yeah it's it's amazing story that you have been able to and like you said you talked about the mindset and that in itself is such a big factor to be able to pull people through things so i'm so thankful that we've been able to to even connect especially hearing some of this story yeah Um, absolutely as as we get here and wrap things up um do you have any of the meditation stuff that uh, people could go check out or you could run them through really quick anything like that yeah so if you were interested in doing a laughing meditation I do it every Tuesday and Friday live on Facebook I also take those videos and put them on YouTube so if you look up so much energy on my YouTube channel then you could definitely find laughing meditation on there it goes all the way up to about 18 minutes I believe so and then you'll see all the variety of hair colors so you'll see that I wasn't not joking about hair colors. It's really just like a Jenny McKinney wall of colors on there. And it kind of looks like a Cindy Lauper page actually. <laughs> yeah, so I do that every Tuesday and Friday so you can feel free to join me live. And so now I've started to incorporate other silly things because before I was just literally standing there laughing and now I have like dog toys and cowbells and other silly things. We do stretches and jumping around just to get the heart rate going a little bit more. And yeah, so I'd love for you to, to join me on my Jen McKinney Facebook page. And I also have a comedy page called So Much Genergy on Facebook. And if you are interested, I do have a Joy Seeker Society program on how to create more joy in your life. And that's through your struggle. And then maybe you don't know how to find your happiness. So these are tools that I use in my everyday life I have 45 years experience in being happy. So I feel like I am an expert. (laughs) (laughs) And so let me share those things that I have put together for you. And there's also, if you go to so much energy.com, there's a backslash backslash free. There's some free resources on there. So there is a literal meditation on there, but it's a serious meditation. So the fun factor is (laughs) you and serious. I can't even fathom <laughs> this one. I did a serious one because I, it's like a gratitude meditation and how to keep that energy of gratitude for you. And one of my friends listened to it and she's like, I'm just waiting for you to crack up. And it never happened. So that's interesting. But I do have a rating on there. So I have a rating on my page. And it was uh, the fun rating is pepperonis out of five. So it's a confusing rating. It doesn't make any <laughs> sense. And that's why I put it out in there. <laughs> And, and speaking of ratings, first and foremost, if you guys love this episode, please make sure you take the time and actually rate this. And secondly, I want you to go over to Jenny's um, actual podcast herself, take a couple listens and give yeah. her some honest five pepperonis as well. Yeah. Uh, if you do and you like what she is actually uh, pizzing out there and if you enjoy it, just we do this out of the kindness of our hearts to be able to spread our message so take the opportunity to to at least let us know you guys care give us uh the appropriate ratings that you feel is necessary yeah so thank you so much for being here today i thoroughly enjoyed it yeah it was just epically fun so So. (laughs) excited to be and i'm so excited to be part of your community too so i i love that space that you've created and i'm excited to to pop in there and contribute a little bit more um time has been running out i know you know i'm not trying to like say i don't have time for anything don't put that out there i have all the time and i'm going to make a priority to to pop in there and contribute more often so i'm excited to be part of the group you're generally an amazing person. I'm so glad that I don't even know how we got connected. Maybe it was through Marshall. And speaking of Marshall, be, yeah, you know, while we were sitting here speaking, you were saying that uh, you were speaking with him or going through mm-hmm. one of his courses. I just got a message from him talking about coming on to this podcast as well. So yeah. you guys will be able to hear from Marshall too. So. Oh my gosh, that is amazing. 
amazing. Like literally I can feel my life changing just knowing him and I, and meeting you as well. I think we met on clubhouse. I think that's how we connected. Yeah. So super excited. So yeah, super excited to connect and excited to be here for sure. So thanks so much for your time. It's my pleasure. So yeah. real quick, if you can run us through the ways that we can connect with you uh, or anything else you would like to offer out there, if you can let the listeners know. Yeah. So if you go to so muchenergy.com, that's going to be my website. It has our podcast link. Um, there's a book I have on there. I'm an international best-selling book author. I'm just saying. <laughs> that means she's a big deal. <laughs> right. And I don't need a contest to tell me I'm a winner. That's my motto. <laughs> so join me on my website. I'd love to have you there. You can find all my other links and information on there. So that'd probably be the easiest. Okay. So perfect. And as always, you guys, that will definitely be in the show notes. So take an opportunity to go down there, click on it, and you're missing out. If you're not following Jenny, uh, you're, you're definitely just, you, you need a laugh in your life. So just go do it. What are you waiting for? So any, uh, any parting words, anything that you would like to, to share? Anything that I didn't ask you that you would like to, no, to let us know? I'm on? just going to end it on how I would every time my daughter got out of the car and I'd say hugs, not drugs. Awesome. <laughs> Jenny, thank you so much. And yeah, thanks. As always, you guys, make the rest of your day the best of your day. Yes. Thank you for taking the time and listening to this podcast. If you're enjoying the Forging Life podcast, I ask you this. Take a moment and head over and rate this podcast. If you're listening to it on iTunes, Spotify, or whatever platform you enjoy the most, please just take a moment. So that way it will help get this episode or episodes into the ears of somebody else. And if you would like to join the discussion, make sure you head over to the Facebook page, Forging Life Podcast, and join us there.